Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Just okay? Well, yeah. No, I mean, I meant fine. Just a little. Okay. As we know. Um, caged. <laughs> I feel yes. a little cagey. <laughs> That's a good word. Caged. Uh-huh. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I. And the other thing is, I notice. Um, I, I don't know how people do this when they are fully retired, but I just kind of feel very disoriented because uh-huh. every day is the same as the day before and the next day. I know. Yeah. You know, there's nowhere you have to go. Um, there's no sense of five days in a week and then weekends. It just kind of all runs together. And it's not, not a bad thing. I don't mean it that way, but it's just uh, very disorienting. I think that's the best word to describe it. I just, uh, it's weird. Are you doing the yes. same thing? Yes, because the social deprivation is not a good thing for me. I'm I'm a absolutely social animal, so a butterfly I would prefer to use. And so, I mean, I never mind every now and then. It's, I usually try once a week, usually on a Monday, um, that I don't make meetings and I, I get caught up on a lot of things. So it's not unusual for me on a Monday to be in my house because my office is here and to be, you know, but, and I live alone. So I have my, I'm here. So it never, it, it's not unusual. However, the last couple of weeks, which usually happens in this month, especially, I didn't have, t- I didn't, I couldn't do it because I had too much going on. So I wasn't home and there was something going on every weekend. So <clears throat> I've been feeling a little, um, you know, like uh, beaten up a little in the sense that I haven't had that time. And now yeah. I'm, it's um, Tuesday, we're taping Thursday. So Tuesday I didn't leave my house. Wednesday I, I went out for a ride for a little bit. And today when I'm finished, we're finished taping, I'll 
do the same, um, just because I think it's important, even if we don't can't see, to get in the car and just drive around and feel like, even though that feels weird too, because you go by places that are usually packed with cars and or downtown, there were no cars on the street yesterday. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. It's so, surreal, isn't it? It's yes, just surreal. it's a very, yeah. It feels like a um, sort of Easter Sunday-esque every day in that sense that, you know, that, <laughs> you know what I mean? That day, yeah, more yeah. importantly, seems to be one of those um, quiet um, days. And that's sort of what it feels felt like to me. Like, it was just. I don't know. Well, when you go out and go for a ride, do you go someplace? you go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a nice tea or a big food? No, I did go to Dunkin'. Yesterday, uh, Sean, we ran to shifts quickly. um, And then then last night we took a ride to um, Daleville to get a pizza, gluten-free pizza from Mendocino's um, because I like their pizza. Um, And the other day we ordered from Mansour's and Sean ran in and picked it up. And it's always good to have your child because he runs, which is a good thing. Um, And so those are the things because I think it's important, and they, everybody says it, whether it is buying gift cards for future use or supporting um, your favorite buying restaurants to do it and take out. Like Posh, I just got mm-hmm. a, um, an, a little um, instant message from Josh Mass saying that Posh, you can pick up at Posh as well, which is a good thing. Now they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, Russell's is open at night from 4 to 8 where you can pick up. I mean, we have to remember if we can, because of course we, we, we say that about, you know, remember to support, but if you're one of those people who are affected financially, that's not the easiest thing for you to do either. So, mm-hmm. um, but if you can, then by all means try to do as much as you did before it's you know i you try to it's it it is just as i said the other day the thing about this lynn is this sort of like is some it's like an an equalizer in a sense like when you look at it every single cultural event every single sports event i mean other than um, the idiots on the beaches in Florida for spring ba- break, um, mm-hmm. you know, th- th- which is just craziness. Um, but everything seems to, across the board, everybody is on the same level, so to speak. Everybody, no matter yeah. who or what you are, you've got to deal with this situation right now. And I think that if you look at it like that, you think you're not really, I mean, everybody is doing it Mm -hmm. or attempting to comply with what these restrictions are that are put upon us. So, um, And the interesting thing is it's got nothing to do with what language you speak, what race you are. Or socioeconomic status. None of it, really. You're all, it's the same thing. Regardless of what it is, you're still stuck in a way to find ways and find things to do within your own um, space. Oh, are you so so crazy? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Well, I had at least... 
I had a, a wonderfully accommodating neighbor who asked me if I'd like to read a book for pleasure. I said, yes, anything to take me away from this reality, I'd be very happy to just get myself totally absorbed in a book. And so I started reading it last night, and it was really nice. Just just to mentally check out and go someplace else. Mm-hmm. It was good. That's the kind of stuff we need to do. And, of course, we're doing all the, um, oh, what are they, binge-watching on the yes. On Netflix and and all the others, and it's. I had a friend send me a list of twenty five movies that she said were really really good. You should go find them on someplace. So I thought that well, that's an interesting challenge because I know that with that new television we got, I can, if I have an HDMI cable, which I believe I do, um, I can connect my laptop to it, and we can see things from everywhere because it's not just what cable channels you have so this will be an interesting learning experience are you still playing the piano yes good as a matter of fact i mean i'm not they do have lessons that you can do through zoom but i'm not that well um um, equipped, so to speak, or versed, and I. So I'm not doing that. I'm just practicing on my own. You can't. We can't take the lesson, but you can check in for your lesson every week through that. I don't care if I. You know, I, it, this isn't something I'm doing. You know, uh, that I have to learn tomorrow. So I'll take my time yeah. and I'll do. You know, do. Um, what I'm committed to do and just keep doing it until we can go back. And that's, that's what I'm planning on doing. So, but yes, as a matter of fact, I was down yesterday for about 45 minutes actually um, doing my thing for what I've already learned and just kept repeating that. So that's good. Yep. So it's here and, you know, I have two exercise bikes in this house, so no excuse for not doing that. And, um, You know, you just, we had, I had the back door open yesterday. It was such a beautiful day. I just opened it and, you know, the screen door, had the screen door closed and the door open. And it was very nice to get that fresh air in the house. Um, Yeah. So there's, it, there's, um, but it is weird because I'm thinking, oh my god i'm supposed to be here or what day is it i'm not like you uh-huh. said i keep thinking is this a saturday am i oh I, and then i can't even say you know i have to when i do my the, my one thing that has changed drastically for me is my lenten um situation with going to church mm-hmm. on a daily basis because i can't even do that other than on i guess online um yeah and i was in church on on Monday, and when I walked in, Stacy Lang and Mike were there, and I'm thinking to myself, what are they doing in here? Yeah. You know, what's going on? And I didn't even think of that. And then later, Stacy stopped me and asked me if she could interview me. And, and um, you know, <laughs> and when that changed, it just kind of hit me so hard because I thought the church, like, mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. I get why. I get all of this. Yeah. It's just that it's like, Oh, my God. I mean, and to not be, you know, excuse Sunday obligations. and ju- It's just, it's, that one was a tough one for me because I said in my entire 59 years, I do not remember anything other than the snowstorm of 1993, and we had a dispensation right. that Sunday to not go. Other than that, I don't ever remember that. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, all right. Uh, 
That's, a, it's, that's uh, really a, an important marker as what? to how serious this is. I said it's an important marker. Well, that is. Of That's, course that is. Yeah. That, you know, I, I mean, everything else was closed, but they weren't. And and as Bishop Barris said, he realized that even though he said it wasn't mandatory, the fact that so many people were still at Mass, including uh, Monday at 12 o'clock Mass, which is mm-hmm. an off day. But, of course, many people go on a daily basis, whether it's just for Lent or year-round. And there were yeah. plenty of people in the church that day, so mm-hmm. that was um, a, that was shocking for me. Mm-hmm. But not a, not I guess I it's not like I, I I didn't think it would. I guess I was just never thinking that would be the case with that. So, mm-hmm. uh, <sighs> and of course you know all the your our hair salons and nail salons and both of the ones that the the, comp- the businesses that I go to are you know both shut down which you know they did based on their being um I don't know good don't citizens know. good citizens is the word I guess yeah because yeah. I guess it's not mandatory right I don't know that answer do you I I think it is mandatory all non-essential businesses have to close well, um, I don't know about that. But I also think that's pretty funny because I've seen so many things on Facebook now about <laughs> it's going to get real ugly around here literally in well, three weeks. get the true color of everyone's hair? Yes. yes. <laughs> I said, no mystery here. I don't Yeah, no mystery there. There won't be mystery here either because if any gray I have blends in beautifully with blonde. So there we go. Yes, it does. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Well, do we, do, we, do we need to take a quick break? Well, uh, we do. I, I think we have another minute to go here. There oh, okay. I thought we were. Uh, shout outs you want to do? Just to everybody who listens all the time and... Oh, just to, to, we thank them, and uh, it's keep listening, right, Lynn? Keep listening. Yeah. Hopefully, keep hopefully listening. we bring a smile every now and then. So it's a good thing. Yep. And I'm glad that we can do this remotely because right, which is the beauty of technology, right? There. I mean, this yes. you're in your house, I'm right. in mine, and yet here we yes. are on Saturday. I got a call the other day, and someone said, "I'm just listening to you. How can I talk to you and hear you on the radio?" I said, "I could be at two places at one time. How about that?" Ah. <laughs> it worked. All right. All right. On that note, we do have to take a quick break. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now back to Laurie and Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and several other lovely sites. So we are doing our remote show and being the good citizens that we are. We're staying home. And uh, what's going on with you, Laurie? Anything exciting that you wanted to share with anybody? No. <laughs> no. Right, um, 
I well, your son's home, something. and that's good. Well, yes, that's always my youngest guy is is here for a little bit, so that's yes. that's always good. So the constant um, eating, of cooking, and having all that at, at go on is, you know, one of those things. Yeah. You have kids in your house, so that's what you do. So with that's been fun. Yeah. I've been making things and baking things, and so that's kind of a nice thing. Because I told you, think I told you today, Martha Stewart was on doing a remote from her home for the Today Show, and she was making some kind of ginger, hot ginger tea. And she added, and she said, and you put a cup of brown sugar. And she said, listen, this is no time to be worrying about calories. <laughs> and I thought, I like that line. There we go. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, That's so good. you were making some cookies, too, I heard. I did. I, I made some last Sunday. They were called Toffee Bit Cookies, and they were really quite wonderful. The only healthy component to them was I used old-fashioned oats. So I have to say that's a whole grain, and that was a good thing. Oh, Never mind all the sugar. <laughs> yes. Well, I am later making a strawberry, fresh strawberry cake. Ooh. Where you actually cut up 16 ounces of fresh strawberries and fold yeah. them into the batter and bake them in a in a cake pan, one nonstick cake pan, and bake it. And then when it comes out, you take it out and you sprinkle it with some powdered. Well, actually, you sprinkle some regular sugar on the top of it and bake it. And it is delicious. And you use sour cream in the mix. Ooh. Yum. And it's very moist and very delicious and loaded with fresh strawberries. Well, so, I just um, bought a bunch of them, so you have to send I'll, me I'll that call today. you later, and I will give you the okay. recipe. It is, it's okay. really, really simple. The, the, when, you, when you put the batter in, it looks very thick. So if Mike Brown yeah. is listening to us from Brown's uh, Drugstore, he'll call me and say, you know, that's... <laughs> That strawberry cake, because like literally, you put the batter in and you sprinkle it with sugar, put it in the oven, bake it, and take it out. And when you cut it, it's it because of the moistness from the fresh strawberries and the sour cream. It's it's yeah. it's almost like there's some kind of a pudding effect to it in a way, not that mm -hmm. it's in that consistency, but that the moist feel. And I think it's just the combination of the fresh strawberries when they bake and the um, sour cream. And the sour cream, absolutely. Very very. very very, very delicious. delicious. One, one thing, it, it, the batter is very thick. Put it in, and when you cut it, it's very light. So I told Sean, because he, he said, I, he said, Mom, I bought a bunch of strawberries. And I said, there we go. I'll make that strawberry cake. So mm -hmm. that's on well, the agenda did, for later. I did, too. So I have a whole bunch of fresh strawberries down there. So you better give me that before I eat them. I know. <laughs> I'll get it to you. We'll talk, when we hang up, I'll I'll call you with it. All right. really, it's great. So those are well, the things. And then other than that, we're um, how about the uh, stock market? Well, I was just going to say I have some uh, advice for people. I just sent out um, a nice email letter to everybody, just you know, saying, "Look, this is how it is. There's nothing else to do but just stay the course." And then I went to this spot that we, I, you've heard me talk about it before, dailyworth.com. It's a wonderful place. Well, it's been changed. And uh, I didn't realize this, but Jean Chatsky, who was a major her. contributor. I do, too. I really like her. Um, she's been a contributor to the Today Show, and she's got her own shows everywhere else. Well, it, she bought 
Daily Worth, and now it's called Her Money. Oh, and so great. this is a website designed just for women, and this one was an article that was uh, published yesterday. And the, the big title of it is, you know, five things to do with your investments instead of selling, which I think is wonderful. Let's, let's dig into that. And so here's some advice that may be harder to abide by than the near impossible mandate to stop touching your face. Don't touch your portfolio. I mean, that, that was good. And this is a uh, something that was done by Fidelity, and they found that, not Fidelity Bank, but Fidelity Investments. Fidelity found that those who pulled money out of the market when things got ugly at the end of 2008 and the beginning of 2009 and waited until March of 2010 to venture back in lost an averagely 7%. The savers who wrote it out and acted like it was business as usual, continuing to contribute monthly and maintaining their stock allocation, watched the same, in the same time frame, watched their 401k balances rise 22%. Wow. So the best thing for your long-term financial health is to resist touching your portfolio. But if doing nothing feels impossible or if you've already fiddled around with your 401ks, there are some productive things to do with your hands while we wait for the market to eventually recover. And number one, undo any rash decisions you've already made. Good for you if you remained in your seat while the stock market slammed the door on more than a decade of unprecedented growth. Understandable if you did the opposite. Now's the time to walk back any moves you made in the heat of the moment. If you stopped contributing to your 401k or other savings plan, start it up again. These automatic investments into your account are the smartest way to get back into the market right now. Buying at different times, sometimes low, sometimes the stocks are on the upswing, smooths out the average price you pay for your investments. And it's a lot better than the psychological stress of trying to time a single re-entry with all of your money. That is so important to hear that. It, you, there's no, no one can pick the right time. So if you right. just you know, do it gradually, get back into the market simply by saying, I will continue to make my contributions to the 401k, even though the money's going down, that's exactly what you should do. All right, so number two, hunt down investment fees. Um, and says it wants something to obsess over, focus your nervous energy on sussing out investment fees. Investment fees, such as mutual fund expense ratio, account management fees, and these are within mutual funds, are like heart disease, a slow and silent killer. On the surface, a 1% to 2% fee may seem like no big deal, but they deliver a double blow to your investment returns. First, the money spent to cover the fees is money that doesn't get invested. And then there's the long-term sacrifice of compounding growth those dollars could have earned. Number three, review your investment mix. If you had the basic investment asset allocation plan, 60% stocks, 30% bonds, and 10% in alternative investments or cash, depends on how you look at it. It's likely way out of whack right now, which it is. With the market getting slammed, you're probably way underweighted in stocks. 
So under normal circumstances, experts recommend adjusting your positions if they drift 5%. But these aren't normal times. At this point, with the market's current volatility, you might want to wait for things to settle down to rebalance. If you're invested in a target date retirement fund, which a lot of people are, you don't have to do a thing. It rebalances automatically over time. So what you can do is start allocating a larger percentage of your new investment dollars into stocks. Instead of selling other assets and locking in your losses, you'll be writing the scales by buying stocks while they're on sale. Okay. And then um, talk out with a financial pro. Like moi. So if you don't... You don't have to white knuckle it alone. I do all the white knuckling every night before I go to bed. So if anxiety about your portfolio outweighs anxieties about the epidemic, replacing lost wages and keeping your family safe and otherwise occupied, reach out to talk to a financial advisor. A fee-only financial planner can provide personalized perspectives on your situation and model near and long-term outcomes to make recommendations. And then number five, get back in the saddle and boost your emergency savings at the same time. Any money you need for the short term, as in five years or less, should not be invested in the stock market. But that doesn't mean you can't hedge your bets a bit and get the best of both worlds, access to cash reserves and exposure to long-term growth. And then the Roth IRA has really come into this whole thing with the cavalry. Because in the Roth IRA, you put money in after the fact, but you can take it out tax-free. But you have to leave it in there for a minimum of five years. That's the thing. So um, you can open them any anywhere. Um, and the obvious thing is you want to, this time of the year, people looking at filing their taxes. So if you can, you might want to make another contribution to your regular IRA. And for this... Uh, uh, for 2019 tax year uh, and until April of this year, you can put money in for a contribution that's tax deductible. Contribution limits for both years are $6,000 for regular IRA if you're under 50 and 7000 if you're 50 or older. So that's a, that's a really, I thought that was very well said. That is a good strategy to take people through what's going on right now because it's really kind of crazy. But taking yourself out of it emotionally and knowing that all of these times that we've been in the market and gone through these downturns, it always comes back up. It's not immediate, but it's it does. And I just keep telling people, stay where you are and don't do anything crazy because there's no reason. Ta-da! Okay, Perfect. I'm off my, I'm off my, um, what's that thing? My soapbox. Mm-hmm. I love it, Lynn. Did the IRS um, uh, extend the filing date for to ninety days? They did. They, they did, did, right? So it's January, it's yep. July fifteenth now, right? Correct. But they okay. highly encourage everyone to please file your taxes, but you don't have to pay if you owe anything. You don't have to pay it until July 15th, and that's, right. that's, that's a moving terrific. target. That's a terrific. moving target. They think, can probably move that. 
Right, but don't you think, think that what? they should just do make a big sweeping? Um, uh, what's the word? I want to. <clears throat> I think they should just waive all income tax for this year, don't you? Oh um, no, because <laughs> then there'd be no money to do anything like to oh, give us so back what? all those wonderful they have people. Enough. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, we can talk about all of that stuff when we come back. <laughs> but at this point, I believe we will just take a break. And we'll come back to this craziness when we continue. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back. Well, we're back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a, a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we were just yapping here about all the things that are going on, despite uh, the fact that uh, there is such a thing as <laughs> the coronavirus. And um, it's really interesting to see how... I think all the government entities have been reacting to this. Um, our new mayor in city of Scranton, uh, Paige Gebhardt-Cognetti, uh, decided last week to declare an emer- state of emergency in the city, which was a good thing because it opened the doors for some federal funds and other measures that could be taken without uh, necessarily having to go through the usual channels. And then the governor has declared the same. Um, I think at this point we have uh, two or three cases of the coronavirus in Lackawanna County, and we're recording this on Thursday, March 19th. I expect that that number will probably go up. Uh, But uh, all in all, I think we're doing a pretty good job as as a country in staying home, and doing the things we're supposed to do. And I think that's making a big difference. Uh, We'll see. And then, of course, the federal government is doing a lot of other things. I noticed today in the uh, midday update on things that they had isolated, I believe it was three drugs that they believed could be useful in helping to either stop this on a preventative basis or to give it to people who were already, um, who had already contracted the disease. That is not something they had in China. So that's a good thing. The other thing are the relief packages that are coming. And if the, it passes both houses of Congress, there's supposed to be uh, phases of this recovery. But I believe in the third phase, there is supposed to be uh, $1,000 given to every person um, on April 9th and May 15th or something like that. And that's designed to be a boost to the economy. So we go out and spend it and do something with it that will help everybody. That I thought that before. was only – I thought it was to put towards your living. No? What do you mean? I thought it was for rent and stuff like that. Oh, I don't know how they're going to control that. And how many, I mean, how many of this impossible. is going to happen? Twice. It'll happen in April and again in May. Okay. 
So I and don't know much... yet. That, that, well, that, it's supposed to be 1000 to each yeah, person. For sure. So I don't no, I don't know how it has not passed both houses of Congress. But that's what they are looking at, yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. And they supposedly had buy-in by um, the majority leaders in both houses. And so it may happen or it may not. But um, there are some uh, – there are other parts of it, too, about extending sick leave for people who really are sick from this and um, people who are caregivers who have to take care of the kids that are home and parents who are maybe ill or spouses or whatever. So there's a lot going on in addition to those payments that they're hoping to do, which would alleviate some of the financial pain that people are going through. And, of course, the good thing is that there's some interest-free loans, grants, and there's tons of stuff for small businesses. And not only that, that term, small business, has been used in a lot of uh, different ways when people describe small business. But in this case, one-third of all the businesses in this country are true small businesses, which by definition are 100 employees or less. So yeah. those people will be the ones that will really benefit a lot from what is being done. And I would also throw out, too, and many people may not know this, but the United Way um, in at least in our area, Lackawanna and Wayne counties, has an emergency fund for people as well. Now, what the qualifications are, I don't recall, but it's worth knowing that there is something there in addition to whatever the federal and state governments will give us. That it may—that's the kind of stuff that may specifically be used to take care of rent, heat, and other things like that, and food. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there's a lot out there that's going to help help us to get through this. Now, Lynn, on the income tax side, based on the federal side, is that the same for the yeah. state and local? Yes. My understanding is that the states have all agreed to the same thing. Okay. Um, it, but that this was a federal release from the IRS. I know that. So that's IRS, why I wondered if the other two. Okay. Yeah. So this this was released on Wednesday, I believe it was. Right. Um, that they came out with this Treasury Department. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that they really are looking to each of the states to say something. And it's also the, the part that I like about it is this, this relief that comes from this uh, private, that wasn't a private letter ruling, it was a notice, that it applies to income and self-employment taxes relating to the 2019 tax year and those are due the first quarter of 2020. So it's not just for last year's taxes. It's also for the first quarter that's due. This year, yeah. Okay. Yes. So it says that payments originally due on April 15th of 2020 that are received after July 15th will be subject to interest and penalties beginning July 15th. And then, of course, the caveat at the end is unless further subsequent relief yep. is granted. Right. So um, wow. it may very well be that we go past that. Okay. And, and to answer your question, it does say that the blog addresses the recent federal notice only. Many states are simultaneously providing or have already provided their own relief. All right. So um, we can go check it out. But yeah, I, I think that's great that. stuff. Yeah, it's wonderful. They have to. They, there's no, they have no choice. This has to be done. 
It does. I mean, does, there is but a it choice, has but you know official. what I mean. Come on. Yeah. Let's get with it. It's scary I mean, uh, in so many ways because so many people are affected that you don't even think about. You know, you just yeah. don't. You just, like, especially people who who just rely on people, on business. And like I said, I said that before, when you're a restaurant, you know, you're it's up to the people walking in that pay a great amount of their salary because they're at a limited per year per do, uh, month, per hour rate and the tips they get make up the difference yep so you were asking me something about uh the new IRS relief package relative to um individual taxpayers correct yes the 3 month extension yep yeah, and that's it is true. They did decide that they would do that. So um, the postponed payment amount is the aggregate of all the payments due on April 15th of 2020. Now that means that's not only taxes that are due for 2019, but any taxes that would have been due in the first quarter of this year. So there's a waiver on all of it which is good news because it's, yeah, that's, not only is it your income tax, but it's also self-employment tax. So if yeah. you, um, you know, are 1099 taxpayer, like you are, whatever you would have to do for your self-employment taxes for the estimate, you don't have to pay it this time on April 15th, by April 15th. You can defer it until July 15th. Mm-hmm. Now, it says in this, this thing that we just talked about, that this notice that came out um, on the 18th said that payments originally due on April 15, 2020, that are received after July 15, 2020, will be subject to interest and penalties beginning on that date unless further subsequent relief is granted. That's the key. So, you know, if, if, if this coronavirus thing continues at a pace that's longer than we anticipated, there may be some more relief granted by the IRS. And the important thing here is this. It does not extend the due date of your returns. So it just, you can't just ignore it, pretend you don't have to file anything by the 15th. You have to file any returns or apply for an extension. But either way, you have to acknowledge the fact that you had a tax return due, not necessarily any payments. Okay. So please do not get that screwed up here. You have to re- you have to file the return by the uh, or an extension April or get an extension. And the other important thing is which we just talked about, and I want to reiterate. This does not necessarily apply to Pennsylvania, New Jersey, everybody else out there. We have to check with each of our state governments. I'm sure that if we went to pa.state.gov or something like that, there will be something there that addresses this question. But don't assume, wherever you're listening to this, that because there is a federal extension it does not necessarily apply to your state so please mm-hmm. check with your local or local pairs 
Right, or local. Yeah, we don't know that either. Okay. So anyway, that's that story. And um, that's just good stuff. I mean, I'm glad they are at least acknowledging the fact that that's what has to be paid. Now, let me just say, too, another little caveat. If your taxes are more than a million dollars, then you don't get the waiver. (laughs) How many of us listening would be worried about that? Not mm-hmm. too many. Woo. So anyhow. So that's the story. Um, I wish I could tell you that was mine, Linda. Yeah, I know. I'd like to be in that mm-hmm. place. That would be very nice. Yeah. Taxes of a million bucks. What are you going to do, though? I like it. What are you going to do? Nothing. Well, so. all we can say is try to find some hope and this yeah. in this all of the craziness that's going on and some peace and some safety of for yourself and your family and do what you're supposed to do to the best that you can and um, stay safe and stay um, okay. together in the, in, in the way that you need to and um, mm-hmm. try to comply with what they're asking us to do. That's just that's what we would ask. And that's it. And keep us try so, to keep a smile. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'll do it. it. So what do you always say to everybody? I always say thank you for listening. Have a very good weekend. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.